another pod fam episode with your girl Shan from She Gets It podcast. This is season 13 and everything in between. I got my girl from the Rosie Perspective up in the place. Miss Queenstein. Rosie, hi. Hi, you are so animated. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I don't know how to introduce myself. She done made hers fancy. What up? You caught me in the mood. Girl, um, my doctor has me on a no-carb diet, and my brain is not what it needs to be. Mm, girl, so I'm, I'm having all the carbs for you. Girl, I'm bound to say a little bit of anything right now because a bitch is hungry. Well, welcome <laughs> if she gets it. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be on. Yeah. Girl, when I tell you that episode we did was so funny, I must have paid it like twice. I loved it. That's literally one of my favorite episodes. And I know in my caption, I'm like, I say that about all of them. But I dead ass <laughs> loved that episode. I listened to that shit like I never heard it before. <laughs> like, the girl was dropping gems on that marriage. We gonna have to cancel this wedding shit. So many yes. people was like, so you really okay with somebody canceling it? Nigga, yes! Like, <laughs> what? I, you know, it's it, it's a discussion. It's a comment. Even the one that you post today, where the dude was like demanding that the plan stay the same. Yes, I mean, I don't know. The guys in the comments, some of them were just like, "Oh, uh, you know, that's assertiveness." I'm like, I don't know. How you going? I'm gonna tell you, I'm overwhelmed, and you're gonna say, "No, let's stick to today." I don't Blah. like that. Block. <laughs> you are blocked, sir. I'm sorry. Were you calling blocks? Like, what are you talking about? I feel like that's much. I can't tell you I'm overwhelmed. I've had a long day, et cetera. And you're like, no, today right. works fine. I don't know. Me? I think you got, I don't find that assertiveness. I think you a little extra. And I think that's yeah. a red flag. Okay. And it, it just, it just screams dusty dick. Like you were very thirsty for the event tonight. And I promise you the pussy's going to be here the next time and very and much intact. I'm gonna need you to calm down, sir. Very dusty. Oh dick. my gosh, she said dusty dick. Dusty dick to- energy. I can't. <laughs> but um, okay, so I want to talk to you about your podcast a little bit. Let's get into Um, why did you start podcasting and um the Rosie Perspective? Why that name? Okay, so I started podcasting because of the panoramic. Okay. Um, well, people have always told me I should do something. They always say a TV show. They still say a TV show, a, a radio station. But, you know, once I came across podcasting, I realized that's more of my speed. I can do it when I want. I can do it how the fuck I want. There are no rules. My rules are the rules. Um, right. I can do it as often as I want. There's no contract. So I'm like, you know what? This will probably be a good start. And so um, I named it The Rosie Perspective. Honestly, I didn't know where to start. But, you know, I be having my own little thoughts. Yeah. And I know sometimes people be like, what the fuck, girl, you wildin'? And I don't care, I'm true to myself. So I'm like, you know what? I can name it the Rosie Perspective because whatever we talk about, I'm gonna give my two cents and it's gonna yeah. be from my perspective. So that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so, I like that. So when you first started and you said you didn't know where to start, when did you catch your rhythm? Like when was like the, when did you catch your rhythm where the episodes were like pouring in as far as like ideas? Girl, it happened all so fast, like from jump. Because when I first started, I was on with three of my friends. So Mm -hmm. it was boom, boom, boom. It was like girl talk. So 
it was to the point I think I was over recording. It was to the point like we were recording. No, like we were recording like three, four episodes a week. Like I had so much content that I'm like, it's too much. Like, because I think all my episodes is fire high key. So I was so (laughs) eager to put them out. But our episodes would be full episodes. And I feel like it's hard for people to listen to full episodes. If I'm putting three, four full episodes out a week, People aren't going to have time to catch everything. And all my shit is good. So I needed to slow the fuck down so people can hear it. Okay. So I had to cut back. <laughs> okay. So for you personally, are you a weekend listener of your podcast that you'd like to listen to? Or are you like throughout the week as you're lifing? I'm more of a lifing listener throughout the week. The okay. weekends, if I'm running errands or something, I'll be like, oh shit, let me listen to a few episodes. It's very rare that I listen to them at home, but sometimes if I'm washing the dishes or I'm cooking, I don't, I become so accustomed to listening to podcasts that I have to put one on if I'm in the kitchen doing something mm. opposed to music because I like to, you know, listen to music in the car or something like that. I even listen to podcasts when I'm in the shower now. If, if I miss the episode, I'm like, Me okay, you're going to be my shower podcast. Right. <laughs> Right. When uh, Clubhouse was popping, because that shit is very dry and dusty now. Um, I used to be on Clubhouse while I was taking showers. But I'm on Clubhouse. You are hilarious. (laughs) And then did you see like Spotify is trying to adapt to Clubhouse? Where they have rooms where you can record and send it to your anchor. Like y'all are doing the most. So you don't think that's a good idea? I feel like who is actually going to go on Spotify to have a discussion about music or someone's podcast while talking and wanting the audio to put on their show? I feel like it's a small niche. I get what you're saying. Do you, did they say, if I'm not mistaken, that people can chime in? I don't know how the fuck that works. I, I, well, I haven't tried it personally. I haven't signed up. If there's something you have to sign up for, for it, I just saw it and I'm just like, hey. I really only go on Spotify for the links. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm, I, my thing is like originality. I like when apps pop the fuck up with something new, innovative, and you bring in a whole new set of people. I don't like when when uh, social media things take from other people and be like, oh, we got some new shit. No, y'all got some this color shit, same shit, same bullshit type shit. That's what y'all got. So, yeah. I feel like it's too much. It's too much to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not you know, segueing into that. But um, what is it about podcasting that you love when it comes to having people on your shows and doing shows with people and just coming up with your topics? Um, I mean, I think especially from my Instagram page, I've learned that one post can generate a hundred different perspectives. So I be thinking like, what? People definitely gonna think this shit's crazy. And some people are like, no, I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like, what the hell? So. I love having the topic, any topic, because I'm bound to get somebody that disagrees and they may have valid reasons, but they're reasons I've never thought of because of the way my brain works. So it'd be pretty cool because sometimes I'm like, you know what? I can see why you think that, but I still think what the fuck I think, 
but I can get a better understanding. And um, my guests be fucking fire. Like we talked about when you came onto my platform, like I'm not gonna lie, when I first started, I was more open to having like, you know, random people from Instagram on. I wasn't asking them, but if they would comment like, hey, can I come on? So I had a couple, but as time progressed, I realized it's a fucking no. And I wanna have great, genuine, positive, vibes and not just somebody on the show just to be on the show yeah. so now I'm very selective on the people I have on and the vibes be fucking fire listen I, that's <laughs> why I, that okay so like today somebody jumped in my dms and was like yo and I was like what's up and they was like so it's time to collab and I was like it's more for two I got Thursday open on the 24th <laughs> I usually don't do that because I like to pick my people because I feel like a genuine vibe on a show is very important, especially if it's somebody that I haven't never talked to before. And when I talk to people and they they initiate this show, I'm just like, okay, I could do this day. This is your time on your side. This is my time on my side. What's the topic? Okay. See, that's one thing. I'm very personable. I'm very friendly. I'm very outgoing. But low key, I get overwhelmed when people be trying to collab sometimes. Like sometimes it's too much because I'm always like, okay, next Wednesday. Meanwhile, I already got a show scheduled for Tuesday and Thursday. But I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, let me get it done. And next thing you know, the week comes and I'm like, yo, you got three fucking shows this week. And I like to watch TV and take my time and chill out. And I'd be like, oh my God, it's too much. So I don't know. Sometimes I do get like that. But what do you think about the people that invite you on their show? And they'd be like, so what topics do you have? You invited me. Fuck. Girl. Exactly. And that's why I initiate the main discussion what's the topic and he came with a topic and I'm just like okay cool because that's how you gauge if somebody's really about their shit because if you are consistently pushing out shows the way that you do and someone is not you have to think about okay you reached out to me because you noticed me doing me and you need the gravitation the energy that I'm pulling over here for something for you. That's just common sense. And I'm cool with that. As long as you bring in your A game. As long as you're not making me do the work and you just be like, yeah, I had her on the show. So, yeah. I'm not doing free work. We both gonna be work. I gravitate towards people who like doing work. Um, and they do like good work. So I have a, there's some people that hit me up, send an email, all these questions and stuff set up oh okay we're going to do you know this episode blah 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 blah. ghost really girl down to like setting up the zoom accepting the zoom and then the day comes and i'm here waiting i always give people like a 15 minute wait and then i'll send them like a text and be like hey are you still doing the show nothing okay cancel the show I'll, and then I'll hit them and be like, if you want to reschedule, let me know. Nothing. So then Wait, I know that she, Yeah, they were doing a show with me. So my thing is like, I never got no problem saying no. And I respect people that can tell me no. And I respect people that respect my time. So if you say that you want to do something and something comes up because people be lifing, that's normal. 
and we reschedule some shit, cool. But if you know you said yes, you didn't show up, I reached out to you to double check, you see it, you don't say shit. So now I can't respect you as a professional creative and I will never come to you for anything. And don't ever bring my name up for shit because I'm going to call you out. See, that's good that you call out. I'm not gonna front. I had somebody, she was supposed to do my show and what I didn't like was she picked a late time. And as you know, Shan, we doing a late show today, but it's cause yes. Be sweet. I don't play. And it's because I um I know how I am. When it gets yes. closer to 10, 11, my energy is not there. And when I do a show, I want to be my regular self. I don't want to be my tired self. So right. she picked a late time and we collab with other people as well. And the day came, I sent her the link. Um, You know, I had already talked to her about it. She confirmed, asked her for a picture, uh, talked to her the day of, um, earlier the day. Then in the afternoon, I sent her a link. She didn't see it. But bitch, you knew you were supposed to fucking record with me. And she didn't say shit to the next day. Like, oh, my bad. And I'm like, it's cool. For me, you're done. Because you didn't have the decency to even tell me. Even if it was five minutes before, I would have been like, okay, let's just start. But we then we waited an extra half an hour just in case something. So it was like, you were inconsiderate. And then she yeah. had the nerve to like continue to ask me if I could be a guest on her show after flaking for being a guest on my show. I'm like, is it the audacity or is it the audacity? <laughs> Blah. Blah. Like, what are you talking about? I have fucking three calendars plus the digital one that's in my phone. And this is one I keep at my desk at all times. Because my head might be big like a pit bull, but I be forgetting sometimes. And I need I visual reminders. And so I will never waste somebody's time. And I understand that stuff will come up and we would have to reschedule if stuff comes up. But that's just shit that you just don't do for me. Like, and then if you did, you know, I would take it upon myself, apologize, let's say whatever reason. But then I'd be like, when can we reschedule? I'm not going to just ask you to get on my show as if I didn't just flake on your entire show. Bitch, you, you fucking thought. And she asked me like mad times after a while she stopped asking. Yeah, mental illness. What the fuck? Don't be asking me. And you flaked on my shit. What do you think this is? Right. No? Right. That is, that is completely correct. <laughs> okay, so um, what makes you feel like an episode is complete? Uh, I feel like when we get to dive into uh, specific or detailed reasons on whatever topic we're talking about, once we make it an actual conversation, it's not just like, oh, I think that that, that would be right because... I don't know. That's just how I think it would be right. Like, I like when you dive into it, you give reasons. We can even go back and forth. I can disagree. You can agree. But it's like, overall, we get two different perspectives or maybe the same perspective, but we may have different reasons. I just feel like giving more insight on a topic makes it complete for me because I feel like listeners, I feel like I have a broad um, a broad audience of listeners somebody's mm. always going to agree with somebody and I like that I don't want to get on a show where everybody fucking thinks the same thing because that's not going to help anybody kind of think outside the box right. so, so right. that's pretty much a complete one for me okay so out of all of your episodes thus far what are oh, your yeah. top 
most loved episodes? All of them. I don't fucking know. I like autumn shits. I really do. Y'all are not. You're not, Shan. I cannot pick top anything. I mean, I loved our episode. Which ones? I love all of them, but let me just try to see. Because I do love all of them. The one that you did with the guy that was talking about women who basically wait, try to wait a guy out to see if he's going to choose her type shit. I was like, thank God a man is saying this and not another woman because I be trying to tell women like, don't be doing wifey shit for oh, a man. Yes, yes. Don't be doing wifey shit for males who be just out here dogging and dealing, okay? And you are an option, okay? Girl, doing that like shit it. for too long is kind of like, what is the pro? Like, why would I do No, it? you're right. You know I mean, one. honestly, I like I like that one with with one take in gumbo therapy. I like one that I did with Court and, and uh, Cherry Wine from Wine Time. Yeah. I liked one I had on with uh, Samaya. She's a sex educator. Uh, mm-hmm. She came on and we were talking about sex. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, we got into some things. Mm-hmm. And um, I had also a lawyer. She's a defense attorney. Uh, from Louisiana, New Orleans, and she yeah. talked about her experience about surviving Hurricane Katrina and stuff. So I like all of them. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna tell you my that I like that you've done. Okay. Um, yes. Can you have a new relationship with the same person? Oh yes, that was a good girl. One. What the devil himself? Um, <laughs> uh, settling for a piece of a man. Because I've had those discussions. Johnny C came through. That's one of my my top played episodes. That episode was everything. Yes, that was a good it's one. problematic. <laughs> the wifey talk. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I wish a man would come out his mouth and be like, "That's wifey." Don't you ever in your life disrespect me? My name is Chantal, and yes, sometimes I do like to write your dick, but that's about it. Yeah, the cheeks hurt. You got me fucking rolling. Don't call me wifey. Wifey is the epitome of I'm playing dumb dumb, and you Correct. Feel like you still got options. Yeah, I'm not doing. Wifey it. don't work for me. You fucking grown. Let it go. Yes. So, last question. Give me one podcast wish for your show. If you had to think of something you wanted, needed or would like to have right now for your show, give me one podcast wish. Like what? What you mean? Like, like okay, so you got your show and just like, ooh, like if I had this, this will like really do the, like good for me, good for the show, whatever it is, whatever you feel like is like a bump up for the show right now for you, what would it be? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Visuals, I really don't care for visuals, so I ain't gonna get on Rihanna's internet and lie. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I don't fucking know. What? If you would ask me right now, what is like a podcast wish for me? It would probably be to have like a room like set up in my house for just podcasting and a motherfucking roadcaster that did not come out of my pocket. I almost 
outside roadcaster, but I don't know if I would get fancy with all the stuff and the drops. And they sound cool, but yeah. I don't know if that was for me. I don't know. I, yeah. I definitely roadcaster because I know you had Uncle Dolmite on there, and we've talked before. And he's like, you should get a roadcaster, but those shits is expensive. They but- are expensive, and my thing is like, I don't want to. Uh, like, like, okay, I'm gonna get it, and they'd be like, "Oh, we got the new such and such twenty-two broadcast." I'm just like, "Bitches, <laughs> you gotta tell me." <laughs> though i think the way your show is and how animated you are i think the drops would work for you but i feel like i have guests so i don't think it would work for me with guests because isn't that mainly what the roadcasters for little drops this 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 and i don't really i feel feel like the roadcaster is like go-to for whatever is going to you could create your own ad-lib personal thing even if you do shows by yourself and it just bumps it up the sound is better once you start uh, self-teaching yourself the keys and everything, it just gives you more options. It gives you more reach. So, I mean, I guess it would be a roadcaster, but I really couldn't think of anything. I don't know. I like my little, my little regular setup. I'm weird. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. Okay. So tell these people where to find your show, uh, when you drop, and what's the next episode you got popping up. All right. So... My shows drop on Wednesdays at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I say that time. Sometimes I put them out a little earlier because sometimes it takes a while to distribute. But by 11, we good. You can find them on all our streaming, major streaming platforms. You can follow me on Instagram, which will lead you to any and everything I do. Um, and that is at the underscore Rosie, R-O-S-E-Y underscore perspective so i have two more episodes left for season three the next one is with ken from kenfluence i'm not sure if you're familiar with yes um yeah so i have him on we talking a little bit about you know army niggas because i think army niggas be crazy so he's he was in the air force so i kind (laughs) of I was like, I need to talk about this because let me tell you, my oldest brother was in the army, and that explains why he's had three failed ma- marriages. Sir, you need to be by yourself, and whenever you feel like your dick needs comfy pussy, find that. But you need to retreat back to your home by yourself because your personality is whack. Now, if anybody out here has found a man that has been in the army or whatever and he's a great he has a great personality and he works for you and everything cool but for my experience from what i've seen and one of my exes was in the army his personality is like uh, on off on off on and that's why i'm the fuck off like what is going on sir yeah it was a conversation because i'm like yo I don't really know any niggas in the army that are normal. And of course, you know, there's reasons behind it. Maybe they were, and then they went in and PTSD and all that stuff. So I wanted a little bit of insight from somebody that I thought he was in the army, but he's in the air force, but needless to say, they're brothers. So, you know, I got some two cents from him. And then I have um, an episode that I'm very excited about with Miss Ayana Bean. And she was on trap. um, She was on American gangsters on BET trap Queens. So she had, uh, you know her prison time and what crime she committed and yeah. how she lessons. So I'm really excited about that one. But yes, y'all can find okay. me on Instagram. Okay. Yes, and on her Instagram, you can find her link tree 
and all of that good shit okay yeah. so don't say you don't know where to reach her she's on there so okay. after these messages we're gonna jump into this motherfucking what's up listeners it is your girl rosie from the rosie perspective podcast just dropping in on the she gets it pod to let y'all know where you can find me you could definitely find me on Instagram at the underscore Rosie, R-O-S-E-Y underscore perspective. And of course, if you want to listen to my podcast, I am on all major streaming platforms. So just type in the Rosie perspective and you'll be sure to find me. All right. Damn. I wanted to talk about do men truly change or do they adjust? Now, just by me saying that, Rosie, what do you think? Do they actually change or do they just? Um, yes. I think it depends on the man. Mm. Some I feel like do actually change that already know they wanted to change. But I think some do it for the moment type thing. And it may be for a specific woman or for a specific situation. But once that woman is no longer there or the situation is no longer what it is, they re- revert back to themselves. And then there's some men that they change, and mm-hmm. even if they lose the woman or the situation changes, they have changed and they actually remain the, the new their new selves. So I think it depends on the nigga. Okay, so how many relationships have you had? Hella. Um, okay. I mean, real relationships? Yes. I mean, the ones I would count, I would say... Three and a half? <laughs> Say three that were okay. like legit. Okay. Okay. So I've had five. Okay. And have you ever taken back an ex? I have. Girl. Okay. <laughs> I haven't taken back an ex, but I do fuck back. <laughs> do you believe men who lied lost? trust or acted up change what are they lying about whatever you feel like is like sir that's why we had a problem the last time because of x y and z whatever creates a blow up or space where you just not trusting do i feel like they what what was the question do you feel like they changed if they act up if they lost your trust or they lied in the past about something you felt was important do you feel like they change for the better? Um, to be honest, low-key, no. I feel like they just change how they go about things. But I don't think that they really change. I think they just finagle that bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so for me, like, I feel like I've seen too much. Um, I have five older brothers, and they try to make women feel dumb, wrong, and crazy. And I've seen it. Girl, you got me fucked up. They I definitely try you. I've seen it. Receipts and everything. And they be like, no, sir, the receipts are here. <laughs> and don't do that because it makes it worse. You really trying to play yeah. with my emotions. Yeah. Yeah. That passive aggressive stuff be the worst shit. Like, you've been gaslighting me this whole time, and then you have the nerve to come into my space and you're calm and I'm here. 
girl, we both gonna be tight. I'll tell you that much. I end okay. it every time. And I'm not saying it's right. But nigga, if I'm pissed and I know I'm right and you trying to make sure like I'm like I'm crazy, I guarantee you by the end of this conversation, we both gonna be fucking hot. Okay? I, Fact. I bet you that. Facts. It's gonna be an uncomfortable situation. Okay, so this girl, this brings me to paying attention to patterns because I believe if women say they have spent enough years with these men and enough time with these men and they feel like they know these men, why are you not paying attention to patterns? So the reason I bring up patterns is because men will do damage control. So for you, have you ever experienced a, a man or your man doing damage control after they done fucked up? Yes. Okay, what did that consist of? I mean, so for the damage control, I feel like, are you asking like for a situation? Like what happened? Basically, we got here, shit got heated. We ain't know if we was together after shit was said and done. And today is a new day. How did he try to redeem himself back to a calm state with you? I mean, obviously I think it's, um. Quote, okay, I'm not gonna say quote unquote because that's what it is. Accountability. Okay. Does take accountability for it, but sometimes I feel like, I don't know, depending on what it is, it's like, I still feel like you're full of shit. So yeah. he'll take accountability for it. I'll be like, okay, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't foresee this not happening again. And it could be the fact that you may seem sincere, whatever the case is. So it, it's a matter of taking accountability, expressing what was wrong. Oh, um, I'm not gonna do that anymore, X, Y, Z. And then it happens again within the next few days. It may not be the same situation, yeah. but it's something else. But then he'll take accountability again. And it's like, yeah, but I'm taking accountability. Yeah, but that don't mean shit. Like, that just means you know you fucked up. You're telling me you know you fucked up. But it's not stopping you from fucking up. So I just think they try to do damage control by, you know, because they was like, oh, women don't take accountability. So now men throw that out there when they fuck up. But I took accountability. That yeah. don't mean shit if you keep fucking up. I right. don't care. Right. So for me, I've experienced it and I've seen it on the opposite side of a side that I shouldn't have been on, but I was on. So, <laughs> okay, so for, for one, they give you space as a woman. They send in a check-in text to text to check the temperature. You know, is she still mad? Is she, you know, rah-rah? Is she still ignoring me? All of that. Then the gifts come. And depending on how bad the fuck up was is about how they feel they should come with a gift. Shit, I'll take a motherfucking gift. Then, I guess you can do that again. And I'm not saying it takes away from it, but shit, yeah. I'll, get, I'll take a gift. The I'm sorry fucks come. And I purposely, I purposely love ending those with I'm not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> After the gift that came to your house. <laughs> I'm thankful to die. I'm not impressed. <laughs> okay, and then um, I feel like this is the worst one because they keep things calm and cool for at least two weeks. 
and then they slowly creep back into that old shit. Girl, it don't take nothing but two, three days. I'm surprised you said a couple weeks. They be taking three, four American days, and the nigga, at first, you milk it. They take accountability, they're, they're sweeter, they're, they're, well, for me, I don't get the space. It's more attentiveness, like, yeah. more kind of like, I'm sorry, and I'm like, word, let's drag this shit out by fucking three, four American days. Niggas, is back to normal. Yes. And the last one is, if you were aware of one trick, they learn new ones. Yup, that's why I said, I don't think they really change. They just finagle on how the fuck to move. But I yeah. don't think they stop doing what the fuck they're doing. I'm sorry, they don't. Okay, okay, so we, we on the same page. Nigga, you gonna switch it up and I'm gonna find that bitch. How about that? Yeah, we on the same page, we on the same page. So, I think you can't change true character. I feel like some men are supposed to be in relationships. Some men are good for longevity. Some men are good for a marriage. And some men are just good for fucking. Okay. And I feel like that's fine. But if you are a woman and you're looking for the man that's good for longevity, and a relationship and you're not quite sure if you want a marriage yet, then you need to know if this is, is you know how the meme be like, is this your man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the man that you got right now? Because the reality is if you spend enough time with him, you've experienced enough of his BS and his cons, you know what man you have. So then the question comes in is, are women giving up on themselves? and sitting with a man that they know will never fulfill them just to not feel instantly stupid right now at this moment that I gave this man my goodness and everything and now I'm starting from scratch. I feel like it's that in addition to typical women shit, I think I can change this nigga. I think those are the two. And you know, I posted something the other day where it's like, oh, women don't get enough credit for imagination. How many women will see potential in a nigga that has a mattress on the floor? We see potential in every fucking thing all the time. So sometimes it's a matter of like, this nigga can give me two out of the 18 shit that I need. Yeah. But I'ma work with those two. And I think it is one for the first reason you said. And I think two, it's an addition to be like, well, it's better than nothing. So I'ma just work with what I got. And this is why I say it's very important as an adult, as a woman in your 30s, to gravitate towards men who are on your adulting level. I agree. Um, now, when men say, so you mean to tell me if there was a good man and he didn't have his own place and he was riding the bus, you would never talk to him? I will say hello. I will say good morning. I will say excuse me when I want to pass. I would, you know, have some key keys with him if he worked with me. But as far as us being something and as far as me taking out of time out of me adulting in my house that I pay utilities for that are in my name and on my credits and I uh, pay my rent and I get my grass cuts and I pay my own bills and all my bills are in my name and I pay my car notes and I pay the gas that goes in that bitch. And I also 
make sure my kids have everything I have. You think I'm gonna talk to a man that's waiting for the 955 bus? I can't. I can't afford that. I need I, I can only afford a man who is on my same level of convenience, reach, responsibility, and finances because I need to be able to talk to you about real life shit. And if your phone bill is still in your mom's name, and if you're just focused on getting your bus pass for the month, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? See, that's the thing. I was thinking about it randomly the other day, and I just feel like, you know, that people always make it seem like, oh, nowadays women don't want to work with a man to, to help him get where... At what fucking point is it okay for a woman to want a man that's on her level? That's it. Like, a nigga that's, you know, maybe doesn't have all his shit together, he could easily date a woman that doesn't have all her shit together. Yeah. You can't keep expecting women to have their shit together. Well, if you got your shit together, then help him get his shit together. Why the fuck is that her job? Why can't she just meet a nigga on her level doesn't even need to be a, a fact of him taking care of her. She needs something from him. It's just the fact that you're, she's here, so he's here, and it makes it easier. The relationships where they're not on the same level, it starts off all, oh my God, yeah, 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 and then you fucking and all that stuff, and then that shit gets sour real fucking quick because you're not on the same level, and it becomes a problem. So I don't think people should... 100% just never date someone that's not exactly on the level. If you want to, that's fine. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, dating somebody on your level is just, it's, it's easier. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And um, I think if you start with that and you make that clear and direct, no man, no real man, no man worth it would ever feel a way about that because you should be focusing on yourself as a man in order to get to a level where you're confidently comfortable around any woman. And as a woman, you should go ahead and aim for the person that you can also reflect a little bit. So for me, having two kids, having a home, and also still trying to get my credit right and stop uh, giving Naviet like lube to go fuck me from the back. I want to be like, oh, I need a man that has six figures, has a yacht, and could take me on da 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 trips. Because the reality is, a man that has that is too busy. A man that has that needs someone who's not worried about their debt and more so investing and being able to move kind of how he moves. I can't be like, oh yes, I'm dating a millionaire and you know, before I, we go on trips, I have to make sure I can schedule uh, my babysitter and I would have to, you know, see if I could put my time up on uh, my swap board at work to see if I can get it up. Bitch, he's not gonna be talking to me. He's gonna be talking to a woman who can easily move about. And, and that is why like, what I feel like I'm asking for in a man when that time comes is not going to be far-fetched. It's not going to be ridiculous. Um, and it will coincide with each other and I'll be comfortable about what I'm asking for. And if he's asking for something from me as a woman, I should be able to deliver that. So let me ask you a question. So about 
the guys that are really some guys not saying it's right or wrong but it is what it is some guys need a specific type of woman um that motivates them again they should motivate themselves but some guys are you know you've heard you've heard stories where a woman took a guy that was decent and made him magnificent okay yeah. she had the tools to help him bring him to where he needs to be what do you think about those instances maybe there's a guy again you know women are some potential but what if there is a guy really with potential and he may not see things in himself but you do and he allows you to help him help himself what do you think about those situations or you ain't interested even in that type of situation I've experienced that. That has been my longest relationship and we now have a four-year-old, but he's still with his baby mom, number one. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, you know, ooh, what kind of dick is this? Ooh, this new, ooh. You know what I'm saying? I'll probably do anything for this shit right here. This is some new shit. I don't see no other dick. This is it. This is all I see, blinders up. College blinders up, you know what I'm saying? And just being so engulfed in it to the point where like, if I had money, he had money. If I had extra money to uh, spend, instead of me buy shoes, I'm buying him two shoes and dropping it off. It's not his birthday, it's not nothing. Uh, if I wanted to go eat lunch, he was eating lunch. Mind you, this man is older than me. If so how do you feel about it now? I feel like it helped our relationship and it, it 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 makes him think back like oh I'm not no spiteful woman or I'm not no dirt of a woman like my child actually has a good mother because I knew I knew her before we had a kid and he knows who I am in my whole essence but as far as like Two years into our relationship, I knew that he would never be able to fulfill the man's shoes that I needed for myself. So I, girl, I began to train myself to love him in a box. And the I box, girl, the box was, I can't pour any more in, I poured in all I can. We are here, okay? And then once you need something that is out of this box, go tag your girlfriend. That ain't, that ain't my problem. I'm not asking you no details about anything. I could, but that's none of my business. My feelings are at home in my safe. You know what I'm saying? Here's your kid. Have a great day. At that, point, at that point, was there things, because I'm sure there were things that you would have liked or things that you would have needed from, you know, a man, your man, your partner, but you knew he wasn't capable. Did you have to train yourself to no longer expect yes. that from him? Yes. Because yes. I've done that before so I too. Had to, I've done I, that from him. And I don't know if that's damaging or I don't think that's it's, good. It's both. It's reality. Okay. It's um, growing mm -hmm. pains because that was the first time where I really felt like I really poured into someone who I considered a best friend and was really honest with, and still because of his fault within himself that I cannot fix, he felt like the best option for him was to lie about certain shit he didn't have to lie to me about. 
And so once I saw that and I saw that even if I loved him the most, this was still going to be the outcome, I started to give men 75% of Chantal. See, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. And I said what I said for the y'all that are listening. I don't know if you had caught either a clip or the conversation I had. I, I had it twice. One time I had it on Coffee with Kendra. We had a conversation about it. And then somebody heard the episode and I had it with conversations with Lamp. I don't know if you've heard it. And I said, I'm giving niggas 80%. And he's like, why? And I'm like, yo, going in 100 doesn't work for me anymore. And he's just no. like, but if you're going in with 80, then therefore you're already preparing for it to not work. I'm like, it's not that I'm preparing for it to not work. I expect it not to. It's insurance. It's the single people. It's the single people version of a um, a um, what you call that shit that everybody be mad about? A um, a prenup. I'm making sure if you feel like you want to do something and skate and hurt my feelings, oh, that's just a scratch. Put a bandaid on that and keep it moving. I'm never fully poured in to a single man until he really shows me actions and efforts in, I'm here with you all the way. You step up, I'ma step up. You step up, I'ma step up. But once you show me that I was giving you 110% and I was still optional, bitch, you done fucked up. You fucked up. Defense mechanism. And he's a married man, so he was just like, Really? I just don't, I don't really understand why you would give a hundred. I'm like, yo, I'm not giving a hundred off rip. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm not doing it to be spiteful. This is for me. This is a me thing. I will get to the hundred, like you said, once I see it's worth it. But to lead with a hundred, I don't think that's safe for any fucking body. That's why people be in shambles when shit ends because you was at a hundred and you don't fucking know what to do with yourself. I can't be that person for Rosie. I don't care what you got going on. I'm sorry, this is what works for me because when I get hurt or when things crumble, I gotta pick myself the fuck up. The Mm -hmm. nigga done gone away, he's fine doing whatever he's doing, but I gave 100 and I'm in fucking shambles. I'll give 80 for 300, Alex, okay? 75% since, um, I've been giving men 75% of me since uh, 2007. Damn, girl. I'm talking like we break up today. I'll give you like two months to cool off and I'll hit you and talk to you like we just met yesterday. You you good? What's up? Oh, I like that picture. Oh, that's a great photo. To the point where they just don't understand. How the fuck are you going to talk to me like that didn't happen? Because I don't budge off of spilled milk. We don't work. You're, you're not a horrible person. You're probably great for somebody else, but I, I know my limits. Even when it comes to my oral, no man that I'm not involved with that's on my level in a relationship on my speed will ever get like 110% wang service from me. Hold up, hold up. I'm giving you probably like a six out of a 10. On purpose. I'm telling you, I don't know. Like, even 
I've had these conversations before and everyone's all like, you got to leave with a hundred. You got to give everything. Even when it comes to sex, like you got to put your eight no. from this one. And I'm like, uh, no. No. Like, Don't. But they say first impression, especially when it comes to the sexual thing. I'm like, I'm not going to give that nigga everything I fucking got right. on the time. Like, no, no. I don't see. Can I do? I mean, <laughs> we hear this episode. We hear this episode. Oh, for real. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? You have to earn. You got to earn this throat. This throat. You got to earn it. <laughs> like, are you crazy? You got to earn me going above and beyond. You got to earn me. Uh, being sentimental, even when it comes down to like this Father's Day shit. You know, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers and things. But Mother's Day comes first. And however you put in the effort on Mother's Day is how I put in the effort on Father's Day. And so far, it's looking like a text. <laughs> like, like, what are we doing now? My birthday comes first. However, you put in the effort for the birthday is how I put in the effort for your birthday. And it's looking like a text. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I'm not exhausting my energy. I'm conserving. I'm protecting that shit. And if a man doesn't like it, cool. So I'm going I'm to ask a question that some of the listeners may listen and and they may be wondering, and I feel like specifically the guys, yeah. so they feel like, okay, I'm the 80, you're the 75. They feel like, aren't we kind of self-sabotaging the relationship before it starts since we're not investing all of what we can be into the relationship? No, and this is why, because in a relationship, you work together for whatever you say you want. He says he wants this, I tell him what I want. When I see he's putting effort in to the things that I want, I'm going to put in effort on the things that he wants. If I want to, and we have a direct, honest discussion about the things that we want and we enjoy our time and we pour into that shit. And investment is something over time. People today have it all fucked up where they feel like the first date, that's the investment. That's when you pour all in and you show them everything you got and you show them all the possibilities they can have. No, I'm not showing you shit. I'm not showing you shit. I'm gonna give you a little bit, you are gonna give me a little bit. And now I'm gonna put some new shit on you. Like, oh, you got this? Yes, this is a new feature. Welcome to the iOS Chantal. No, no, no. What is hard? And I know we have this conversation, not the corny whack, oh, this is what I'm gonna do for you. What if he really comes at 100 and you're like, yo, this is applying pressure it, it seems genuine and that nigga's at a hundred. Are you going to speed up the process am, with the 75 or no? I am a reciprocation queen. Okay. So if he's coming at a hundred, I'm going to come at a hundred. But I know what a man's hundred is and I know what his capabilities are. And so for me, the man that impresses me is not the man that says all of society's go-to things for to get the woman. I hate that shit. If I feel like you're doing moves on me that are like book book taught, I'm a I'm gonna be good off of you. But if you're doing something original, something spontaneous, and you actually can come at me different, I'm gonna give you different. But at the same time, you have to earn those things. 
So, you know, I, I'm not exhausted by men on purpose. Um, I don't jump for anybody that calls me or sends me a text. I'm not uh, salivating for anybody's peen. I'm cool, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm cool with the peen I'm getting. I'm cool with the peen I'm not getting. I'm great over here. But it's I all about, you. like, if you're honest about what you want. You're right. And that is a very important thing. And I think people have been learning it, even myself. I mean, honestly, I think I have, you know, being true to yourself and, you know, when you start talking to somebody because it's easy to talk about all the things that, you know, I've tried to, in the past, I've tried to like, I've known that there's stuff that a guy can't offer me, but it's something I desire. And I'm like, you know what? I actually don't need it. In real life, I do need it. But I try to uh, tell myself I don't. And I know in the long run that's Been not- there, done that. It's no, I, at this point, like I, it's something I've learned. And it's just like, you're only playing yourself. But the thing is, I feel like guys sometimes, um, I've had experiences as well where guys, will tell me they need XYZ, but they really want ABC. But it isn't until we get further into the relationship where it's like, oh, by the way, I want ABC. Okay, but ABC is not me. So why did you play it off like you wanted XYZ now? Because just like those women who feel like they can train a dragon, they thought they was going to change you. Well, I cannot be fucking trained, tamed, or fucking anything. I have always been me. Since I came out my mama's room, I'm Listen. always going to be and niggas need to get that real quick. I'm not saying there's things I can't work on or I can, you know, there's some things I do need to work on. I'm human mm. and I know I have my ways, but I always want to be myself. So I don't think it's smart for a man or a woman to go in knowing they want something completely different and then acting like, okay, once I get them to like me or love me, I'm gonna switch it up and tell them this is what I need. You'll lose every fucking time. Hello, <laughs> I tried that with my third relationship and I call it my first lesbian relationship because I held back a lot of what I needed from a man and expectation because I wanted to try something different. And even though I know that person like loved the shit out of me, I was giving up too many things that I wanted in my future for the sake of making sure that they're happy and they're comfortable. And I'm just like, girl, do you have a ring on your finger? No. Girl, is that fiance? No. Do y'all live together? No. What are y'all? Oh, we're just like boyfriend and girlfriend. Bitch, please. What was the reason? What was the reason for what? I felt like, you know what? I felt like this is my personal discussion with myself. It was like, Chantal, okay, we sick of your shit. This is what you gonna do. This person's cool, this person's honest, this person's creative, this person um, will bend over backward for you, this person is spontaneous, this person is sentimental, and you can talk to this person and engage with them on a whole nother level of just peace. And they have no drama. And even when they try to they try to correct you and y'all have to talks, he has a tone that's just like, I demand respect and I've earned that shit. And I'm just like, yes, nigga, yes, you have. But at the same time, if there was a bug in this bitch, you gonna call the exterminator. And as a man, I need you to kill it. <laughs> if there's a dog across the street, you are going to hold my hand and drag me to the other side of the street. That's not a man to me. And I know there, I know there are men that are men out here that are scared of dogs. 
I can't be with you because I like big dogs. I like animals. And I, I started to visualize. I said, if we ever had kids, do you understand that my kids will never be able to have animals because he hated anything with four legs or more? Do you understand that my child would never be able to go to the aquarium or the zoo because he doesn't like animals? Bitch, this is, he's not it. And it was other things that were like telling me like this is this is not he's not it he's it for somebody else but because I felt like there was no negativity between us uh-huh. he never had any like bad blood I was trying to force something to work that was not working and I was like nah I was like I can't do it so that happened you know but I don't think any of my exes are like horrible people I just feel like they're on earth to find their people and their people are not me. <laughs> you know? So um, for this part, I want to go over some things, you know, some tips, some uh, let me tell you straight that some men will always, okay? And some men will always cheat because they were raised to always have what they want, okay? Some men you will meet and you will be the first woman ever in their life to tell them no and stand by that shit and they'll resist it. Um, Some men will always be a sucker to the user bitch. They've never learned lessons. Meaning, I've been in a relationship with someone who was used to his past girlfriends using him for his uh, credit, his finances, to establish themselves and sabotage it. So when we were in a relationship, the way that he showed his appreciation and his love was buying me things. If I needed something, money was going to fix it. And I'm just like, sir, I'm not talking to you. I'm not venting to you about my problems because I want you to throw money at it. I want to find solutions or I want you to talk to me about me finding a solution for my shit. Because when it comes to your shit and your problems, I want you to be able to vent to me and we can talk about some options for you to solve your shit. But then I, I felt like I was his project of I'm going to fix life with all the things that I have. And when it came to me helping him, he was closed off. And when it came to me asking, you know, what what are you going through? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I'm cool. But you're really not cool. And you holding that shit in. And to me, that's a lopsided ass relationship. And I checked the fuck out. Because that's that's bound to blow up somewhere else where it doesn't need to blow up. Because I'm asking you as as your liking what's going on and you're 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 closing me off. Yeah. So that's the thing. I think um some men will always be cold-hearted, heartless, and illusion-ass lovers, meaning what they want a woman to do for them, they will never bend over backwards and do it for a woman. Yep, I've seen that. Um, they be phony, they be phony, uh, they really feel nothing for you, and they think shit is sweet. Mm-hmm. Those men exist, and so if you feel like you have one, if you feel like you've been out here like uh, Pokemon, trying to collect them all. <laughs> no, like get rid of that shit. It's not doing anything for you. It has no longevity pros in it, but to waste your time. 
not good and you did say some men are cold-hearted i agree with that a nigga that lacks empathy i don't think that works for a woman like women we're emotional we're uh, some are more emotional than others but you like no type of empathy everything's like okay be strong like okay you fine you fine like my nigga i'm not fine today so get the fuck out of here with that strong shit today my yes. nigga like, like no sometimes you need to empathize with people and some niggas go well i'm from the hood i don't know how okay well sir you need a hood bitch leave me the fuck alone nigga because i need an empathetic ass nigga because i had an ex that whenever i was going through what i was going through in my 20s and if i was sad he didn't know what to do with that emotion he didn't know how to talk to me and he would be like, uh, all right, I'm gonna call you back. And basically, <laughs> basically, basically dismiss himself until I'm in a good mood. I'm just like, sir, we could never do anything. So I, so I never, I never had the intimacy with him that I needed in order for our relationship to go anywhere. So it has always been this to the point of, Sir, I didn't even know you was not circumcised until my 30s. <laughs> because if I can't be intimate with you on a mental level, an emotional level, there is nothing about you that I'm going to deepen my satisfaction with. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Nigga only want to talk to you when you fucking happy. Life be life and I'm not fucking happy every day. So if you don't know, and again, I know some people are more emotional than others, but if I'm crying or if I'm emotional and you tell me, okay, I'm gonna call you back because you don't know what to say, that don't work for me because I'm an emotional person. I feel like it's very dismissive. It's just like, okay, uh, c- call me back later. Nigga, I'm in shambles. Fuck is you talking Listen. about? <laughs> I, I used to have an ex um where whenever we will start talking and being on good terms i will lose a job why what kind of karma or uh feng shui was going on in my life with that shit? but it was always a consistent thing and me being jamaican girl i always keep tree jobs consistently so that was like listen so that was like crazy for me and you know once you once you you deal with a person where you guys connect on an emotional level sexual level mental level creative level shut the fuck up i don't want to talk right now level but i want you here level you're not settling for somebody else that cannot Right. That makes a difference. Depending on who you are, that will definitely that will impact who you are as a person if you stay in a relationship like that. Because it's how does it work? If you having a sad day, you and things happen. Whether you lost somebody, whether you uh, are having a bad day, whether you know whatever the case is, but you call your person and your person's like, oh, just call me back. Girl, I remember my third ex. Um, we we were having like friction because he was trying to decide if I was going to move from New York and go all the way the fuck to California and live with him in LA and I've never been there I never I, I visited but I've never lived there before I know nobody in LA but you I don't drive or was he going to move to New York and us live together and try to figure like is this legit it and because I wouldn't allow him to ship 
all my things from New York to LA and make a decision for that, it was kind of like he needed me to show him that I believed in him and I felt like he was the man of my life and I could trust him in that. But it had nothing to do with trusting him per se. It had more to do with who is Chantal? Chantal is an independent, hardworking, can easily move around whenever the fuck I want to and I don't depend on people. So I knew once I was like, yes, I want to move to LA with you, it was going to be, if I want to go to point B, let me go ask him. If I want to do this, I got to see what his schedule is because he was an engineer. If I, you know, have want to learn how to drive, it was going to be in his shit. If, if it, it was, I'm not about to attach myself onto a man that much in a new place while I'm trying to figure out what my life is going to be after college. Are you crazy? So yeah. because I didn't reassure him that he was the man and I believed and I trusted that I would get up and yank my life up and go to LA, it was like our relationship was like a standstill. So within that standstill, there was no definition of, are we broken up? Um, do you still want to be together? You know, how are we going to solve this? There's this lingering tension here. He's not speaking. He's not answering emails. Nigga, you get emails all day. Um, but you have the audacity to call my motherfucking best friends in New York and my mom and say, happy uh, New Year's, and you don't speak to me? And and now I was like, what the fuck? This is some some petty bitch shit. I've never experienced um, a man doing that. So in that time, my grandfather passed away. And it became like this emergency. Everybody got to get a ticket, fly to Philly, have the funeral type shit. And... Um, I don't know if he called or I called and I was like, my, my grandfather died. This nigga fixed his motherfucking big ass lips to say, yeesh. That's it? That was my confirmation. I was like, nigga, we are the real. What are you talking about? Some, yeesh, some people, yo, some people, some people, they could, they just... Meanwhile, if it had been vice versa, you would have been like, oh my God, do you need anything? I'm so sorry to hear. I had best friends who figured out where the funeral was going to be without me telling them, found the address, sent motherfucking two big ass, expensive ass bouquets of flowers to the motherfucking funeral that came on time. My ex paid for my plane tickets to go to Philly from Florida to be there at the motherfucking funeral. And it's kind of like, once I'm used to being here with people, I can't come down here and try to teach you on how to treat me. I can't do it. You either here or you just not nowhere near me. Nope, I hear you. I mean, the empathy, that don't work for me. It really don't. Yes, so my thing is like, if, if you feel like someone has come into your life the relationship didn't work, but you like the vibe within that relationship and you would like to have that be your new standard, don't downplay yourself and be like, 
but I'll accept the fact that this is a different person they're not. If this is your standard, don't let anybody make you feel too bougie or you asking for too much because you're expecting the standard. This is what I'm accepting and the only thing different that I'm going to accept is something better. No, nope, you're right. That's definitely something that men and women need to follow for sure. So, I, and the last, the last one I have is some men will always play with you and waste your time. They don't as know long how to as you let that nigga, as long as you let him, he sure fucking will. They don't know how to do anything else. They've never seen an example of a man that came through, did what he needed to do, and stayed. Uh, they've always seen probably their mothers, except men that come around like a ring around the rosy and dip and come and dip and come. And for that reason is why I don't bring men into my space unless I know they are of significance. For that reason is why my daughters never see me with a man that I'm in a relationship with, hugging on, kissing on, having pop up, you know, take take us out, do things like that. And I don't allow that, oh, we're my kids, that shit with people that I'm getting to know. Don't come to me like that. Don't speak about my kids like that. We are not anything. We are still getting to know each other. So I create this boundary there. And I think it's very important because I don't want them to see that, you know, if somebody's getting to know you, you should allow them to be in your home. You should allow them to come as they please. You should allow them to be comfortable with your your kids and all that. No, that's too much. You earn those things. And so that's what I'm teaching my daughter. So for me, you know, I'm a different, I'm, I'm kind of different. I barely believe in forgiveness. Okay, that's for the Lord and you. Um, I would never beg anybody to stay. So if men feel like that's how you really know she loves you, well, I guess you're just not gonna know for me. Um, I would never disown or hurt myself to be in the essence of anyone who doesn't deserve me. So Amanda's like, oh, you need to stop talking to her. You know, fuck your family. They don't know, don't know our relationship. Da, 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 da. No, no. These people have always been here. And if these people don't feel comfortable about you, they don't like the vibe from you, and I know these people love me and they're genuine, then that's a red flag. Like, why would I cut off that? Because so you know, I, like, do and if you got people that see through the bullshit then right the bullshit. and I need I need women to be smart in that sense where if you get somebody new in your life and they're cutting off your lifeline to people that have always loved you and poured into you that is a motherfucking red flag you know right. there's no need to keep pouring in there and um I accept the truth about who people are and I do not depend or count on drastic changes um it smells it smells like false hope and false promises and i don't get off on i don't get off on sweet nothings so men who feel like oh tell her this or you know i'm gonna text you every morning good morning beautiful i'm gonna text you back on purpose after 1 p.m and i'm gonna be like what up you it's gonna sound like a dick drop in text when i text Why? you because because you're not about to have me on no motherfucking 
morning vagina roll call to see who catches the bait. I don't give a fuck about a good morning from a man unless I'm married to him. Well, shit, niggas can say good morning. You can say good morning if we're co-workers. You can say good morning if I'm getting a donut and some coffee from you. But, but you don't want your man to say good morning? What? A man feeling like, oh, let me make sure that she knows that she's my woman by telling her good morning, beautiful every morning. Fuck that shit. I need the text that says, I need the text from the man that says, wake your ass up. What you doing today? I'm about to come through and do X, Y, and Z. Okay, that's sweet. That is who I am. Send me the good morning. I want good morning. No. Don't grand rising queen me, but I'll take good morning. I need to wake your ass up today. Let me see them titties. Oh, boom. <laughs> that's, that's me. That's the vibe. Like, I'm not into that. Oh, he's so sweet. He's a gentleman. And I'm not saying I don't want you to be a gentleman, but there's a certain approach that I gravitate to that you got to be able to be on. You like what you like. And then the niggas just going to have to gonna have to find the man that can give you what you want there's nothing wrong with that but i like me a good morning text so i want my fucking good morning text right <laughs> right so in in closing thoughts when it comes to like do men truly change or adjust i feel like they adjust i feel like if he was ancient the ancient is always within him it's just that does he feel like he still has to hold on to that or has he graduated yeah. And I feel like if he's going to change, it'll be because he wants to change. It doesn't matter who it's for, who, what the situation is. It's something that comes within. You know, I've had a conversation with guys, an example, when they talk about their, their um, you know, because niggas be hoeing their whole face. And, you know, niggas have said, like, yo, one day you just wake up like, I ain't trying to hoe no more. Like, I'm trying to be in a serious relationship. Right. Not it no more. But they're like, nothing can change us until we decide, like, yo, I don't want to fuck around like that no more. I'm I'm ready to settle down. So it's the same thing with change. You, oh my God, I'm going to try to help him change. If the nigga ain't ready, the nigga ain't ready. And all he's going to do is adjust and find a new way to finagle what the fuck yes. he was doing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Court is adjourned. Like, what? Thank you so much, girl. Any last words for the people? Um, send me a good morning text. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I feel like we covered so Shit. much. No. <laughs> I really appreciate coming on your platform. I ain't got no more words for the people. I think we done said everything we had to say. I really enjoy your vibe. I think you are fucking hilarious. I think you're the bomb. And I love that you're true to you, whether it's Girl. a popular or not I love it people switch up so much they get on an episode or they are out and about and it's like they have a thought but then someone says something else and they change up their thought and that doesn't happen here whether we agree or disagree I like that we both say what the fuck we said and we said what the fuck we said thank you I appreciate it and in the um jits of flowers and giving flowers I appreciate those I I love mental flowers and when it comes to physical flowers and plants and living things i buy those myself because let me give women who think oh he bought me flowers shit my ex bought flowers for my mother after he left his woman's house 
to come meet her for the first time. So if you feel like a man bringing you flowers is impressive, think again. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.